The Dude Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dude Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and although the top six dream is over, we've got our first clean sheet against Celtic in nine years, found our feet back in the Premiership, and ended ten in a row. Join the conversation on our socials, we're at Dude Fox Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Celtic Review, Loan Report, Lottery, 50-50, Who Am I?, Podcast Shop, and On This Day with Yarab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 89 of the Dode Fox Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul Dixon. Welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the Dode Fox Podcast, the award-winning Dode Fox Podcast with the award-winning Paul McNichol sporting a Mavondo t-shirt. And me, who sounds slightly hoarse today because I spent most of the afternoon shouting, he's shite at Scott Bain and he doesn't want it at Scott Bain. And a couple of times, he fucking didn't want it. But anyway, um, we moaned the other week, about three o'clock kick off, sending this podcast into, well, it's a late show for us at five o'clock, but here we are, what, an hour and a half after the uh, full-time whistle. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Before we look at the game, how are you feeling right now? Oh, just it's just the usual for me, is it? Just frustrated a wee bit. Uh, absolutely delighted with the point. Uh, can't deny that. Would have, would have taken a point before the game. Uh, could have snatched it in the end, but for for far too long in the game, boys boys were knocking their pan and didn't get us wrong. But we just stood off. We allowed them uh, like the first the first ten minutes of that game. I thought we were going to get an absolute trouser in here it, because we couldn't even get the bar. It felt like we'd we not seen that before. Eh? That that first uh-huh. ten minutes were a bit especially like, oh, again, oh. especially against the team in green and white. You're like, no again. And also they um, stuck to it. We also gave a free kick away after about fifteen seconds. On the okay, and the, the one ball. thing we're no good at eh? set pieces. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's to me, it's a decent result because I I, I saw a few people kind of saying that's nah, a shite result because that's the top six gone. I said to you weeks ago. And I, and I take nay, nay joy in being proved right. But I, I, the top six for me wasn't, a, wasn't a achievable at that point. I didn't, I think. Uh, so to get a point against Celtic is decent. But uh, you wouldn't have seen it. I was watching the game on Sky, obviously. And uh, once more, their coverage is absolutely frighteningly bad when it comes to anything other than Celtic or Rangers. I think, I think the Rangers got mentioned more of the day than United did. Surprised? No surprise. Not no surprised in the slightest. Nah. Surprised at their choice of guests, though. So, <laughs> uh, see, I'm, I'm disappointed that your horse was shouting at Scott Bain. You should have been shouting at Chris Boyd. So you should have been shouting at. And maybe even Jackie Mack. Yeah, I just get too into it sometimes. And it, like. It's football. It's an emotional game. I, it is. It is. And. On on odd occasion, because I, I was again, there was some of the usual um, faces were were around where where I sit, and it, obviously there was obviously West Coast journalists and stuff, obviously covering Celtic, which is obviously fine. Uh, and I was kind of after the first ten minutes, I was like, "Could they were getting out here, eh?" And then mm. Ian Hartson has a shot on target, and nothing. I'm thinking, "Yeah, we're going to get chances today. Like it might be few and far between, but the, we will." get chances the way it was panning out and then he's taking Bain's taking a ball on his feet and it's he's hitting off a Shankland and and then he saves a bar with his puss and um I was just I, I was 
I don't know why, but I was I was keen to keen to direct my shouts towards him the day. He's um, not the most popular around Tannadice. No, mind when the deer blew him a kiss. I love that. Yes, I think we did. Yes. We, did we drew that game? Or did we got beat. Kind of mind. I think we got beat. I think we got beat three one. I think we did. I could be wrong. That was good though. Uh, that was good. Um, so last week obviously was kind of when the top six really disappeared when we didn't get three points uh, but we still had that outside chance of it you're playing Celtic for a first shutout in nine years what it just says to you um, at the top there and it's still Celtic yes they've not had a great season but I saw on Twitter a few people had put up um, about you know um, Kilmarnock hadn't scored or, or done anything in weeks and then got 60% possession against us. Looked like Barcelona at times, bloody blah, blah. Peterhead beat us at home. Loads of wee things like that. And obviously Celtic is a bit different. But Aberdeen, obviously, we'll get to. Uh, well, that's a couple of weeks, so we'll not actually preview that today. But, you know, they've no kicked her in earth in eight weeks and we play them next, you know? We've seen yeah. this movie before. But against Celtic yeah. coming to, coming to Tanadice. And I don't, I don't think anyone deep down, regardless who you support, would think regardless your that your team would throw a game or no try to win a game now. No chance. We all knew going into the game that after the results on Saturday, Celtic, if they didn't win, then they can lose the league next week at the rain patch when the Rangers come calling, obviously. But again, I still didn't think ever that they're not going to try the day. Like they're not going to down tools even for ten minutes today to to that inevitable because they've still got to play them regardless, you know. Yeah. Um, and they went relatively strong uh, as far as I'm aware. It was a strong Celtic team that was put out, um, and then we obviously stuck our team out. And uh, what are you thinking? Or before the game, what were you thinking? Like, w- were you thinking we might go to five at the back? We might go three at the back? What was your? How were you looking at? I never really, uh, it wasn't something that was on my mind of them being totally honest, but I thought that we would go similar to what we've been doing the last few weeks because we've been all right, I suppose. Uh, but once again, when the team comes out, the two things that jumped out was Sporla wasn't there and uh, McNulty, Clark and Shanklin were all in the team again. And like I, I shook my head at that. Like I, I feel for Sporla. I, I, I don't again. I don't care what he's got to do to deserve like a regular spot. I, I, I just didn't get it. Well, I think the big and, thing is the day we're playing a diamond, so you can't play in a diamond because we're narrow in well, midfield. Well, okay. Can McNulty and Clark, is that effective well, when we play? McNulty played up front and Clark played as a 10, which I agree is no his position. I would have rather had Paul nah. in there. Exactly. You've got Paul on the bench. You know, there's there's a lot of things that, that have happened this season that didn't necessarily. And I say it all the time. Mickey Mellon can't smear about football than that. That I'll ever can probably, but there's a lot of things that I just don't agree with the, the way the way that we set up, the way that we go at things. Uh, but again, we've, we've we've come away with a point, so like, I I, I kind of grumble at that. I, I genuinely kind of grumble at that. Mm. We've done well. Everybody's knocked their pan in, but I just feel like we hold ourselves back. I I felt like that for months. We hold ourselves back. It wasn't until we actually started having a go when we made positive changes, when Louis come on and was a threat, Logan come on, he was all right, but he's he's been out for a wee while. And Paula got stuck in. I mean, I I, I probably would be of a mind not to 
not have a go for the get-go because if you set up so open as we finish the game, we were quite open as we finished the game, then the likelihood is they'll pick you off. Like we defended manfully today. We defended really well, I thought, in spells. Big Edwards. There was only one occasion where I thought, here we go. And it was in the second half when Edward squared him up and he was turning him and I thought, no, nah, this is this is Edwards like Achilles heel. He's no good at this sort of nippy, twisting and turning striker. And what a tackle it was. That saved a goal for me because if he gets past Edwards. Edwards on Ed- Edward. Ed- Edwards on Edward. That's right, yeah. But uh, th- that, was, well. that was Don't class. Well. He'd, he'd done brilliantly. And Benji again. And, and the media seem to love the fact that he's, he's had all these saves. Like, it's not a great start if you're a United, <laughs> do, do you, um, United fan. Do you want to... Do you want to pick, um, pick a bone with Sean Dillon as well? That uh, he picked Jando for the man of the match and no Benji. Did Sky Did give the man of the match to uh, uh, Shando as well? Uh, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. Ja- Shando got the sponsors man of the match. It was picked by Sean Dillon, and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I didn't get a chance well, to speak to the D- the Dublin Dreamboat at the end, but no, it's just, it's got to be Benji all day long. Uh, or like, yeah, don't get me wrong, Shando was good. Oh, yeah. Shando was really good, oh, yeah. but. Like take Benji away, and we're probably three nothing doing a half time. Yeah, he played well. Uh, he, he done very well again. You know, he saves. I mean, he's been brilliant this season for us. There's no doubt about it. Could have got man of the match in about eight minutes. You just just keep him at there and then. But clearly, Mister Dillon was watching a different game today. Um, it was a great battle in the second half performance as well. I think the, to get. I can't mind what happened just before the half, but it got to about the forty fourth minute, or maybe the board had went up. And I think they either had a chance or they might have had a free kick or something in a quite dangerous position. And it's the old United fan of me goes, oh, well, okay, what might happen here? And obviously it didn't, um, which was great. And then second half, we kind of had to come out and kind of have more of a go now because you've given them 45 minutes. They've they've had chances, like you say. Um, You know, they've had a lot of crosses in. Benji seemed to deal with most of them. You know, the defence, I thought, were, like say, really good. It's an excellent point. I think, first of all, it's an excellent point. You know, when you've no had anything for, for that lot for a long time. You know, Plus, we're not safe yet, Ron. We're not safe yet. So any point no, just now, listen, especially with some of the results yesterday, listen, very ma- important. Mathematically, point. we are not safe. Right, math- mm-hmm. Until it's mathematically possible, you know, you can keep your tab on. Um but this is that's a it's a dominant Celtic team, regardless of the way we look at. It. Yes, they are miles off winning the league, but they are still a very good team. You know, they still have a guy who we love to hate, the pantomime villain himself, Scott Brown. But he's the type of player you have in your team, the real battler that will go through and take you away. But what you needed today was boys to put their lives on the line. But that's what they did. You know, diving in front of stuff. I think. Uh, Matt Reynolds went down and hurt his back when he slid in to block someone. Edwards, I think, felt his shoulder at one point when he went to block someone. I thought, we put a lot on, in this system, we're playing the diamond, so you're very narrow in midfield. We put a lot of emphasis on Robson and Smith to get up and down. And I tell you, the two mm-hmm. of them, and even although Robson had a couple of wee bits when I thought, just knock up the part, Jamie. You know, didn't slip through for a corner. Can't just no, get out. I can't. I was screaming but at him a couple of times. Defensively, I thought they'd done really well the day. I thought they got forward as much as they could as well. And it was big things like just 
just being a collective, there's no doubt, you know, there's a real group there, but there was that more to, to get in front of things. I think we sometimes still sit a wee bit deep on the edge of our box. Now, I don't know if this is because that there was one part, one point in the, I'm trying to think what goal Bain was in. It was in the first half. So they've got the ball around the box. I think Turnbull's got it. He's a very good football player, by the way. Really good player. Um, but you probably know that yourself. And I think the manager at the time is shouting for Callum Butcher to come out and close him down. I, th- I don't think he goes because he's un- he doesn't want to leave the space in behind because he's got a man to his left. So after that, uh, so obviously it comes to nothing. And uh, and you can hear Mickey Miller as, as we come up the park, Mickey Miller shouting at Butcher, come out, go to the ball, go to the ball, go to the ball. And that's a big thing. I think when we, we started to see it through the scene, the amount of closing down that we do, there's a lot to the ball. D- d- you know, d- stop the cross. No fouls, I think, are really important. And then in the second half, we started to really try, really get in their face. There was a couple of the shitey fouls last week. The Jando was getting pulled up with no as shitehousery for them, but a lot of daft wee fouls. But in the right areas at times, it was like just bear ourselves a minute here. Well, let's just settle ourselves down, you know. And I think second half we maybe got a wee bit of confidence going in at nil nil. You know, defending as we did, we know we've got the big man behind. Well, I mean, take a bow. He was excellent again. You know, but then you're getting this fundamentals of a real solid system of Edwards and Reynolds played really well. You know, against, let's say, even when they got turned, when it was at one-on-one against Edwards, I was the same as you. I was like, oh no, great tackle. Thought Reynolds really tough. good. And this is a Matt Reynolds who is not the youngest, not the youngest player on the team sheet, not the quickest on the team sheet, but his experience comes through when he just, Ken's went to stay well a couple of times they got offsides which were offside you know I think even when the, the thumb come on well you give us who hey we missed them for Scotland I'll give you that but I don't like when he plays against because he likes he usually Ken's where a United goal is he's a good player you know but then you've got Fuchs who's really good Shanklin never stopped running That there's a real spine of a team there real spine of a team that is hard working I mean I never thought we'd see games when Lauren Shankland is running boys doing left, right, centre, whatever. But it's kind of the work they need to do. I tell you what, I don't think the boy I are like playing against Shankland today. I think he'd rather play against another tall boy. But Shankland seemed to give him real problems. Well, he did, well, he didn't, he didn't. Like we, we still, we didn't create much. Like in the first half, we really didn't create much. Second half, Three we shots kind of come in, in the first half. Yeah, but pff, which I mean, is probably about the same as them. There's shots on target and there's shots on target. Uh, there's nothing that I could think that got me out my seat. But what I wouldn't mind asking you is because when I'm watching the game, and the, certainly the day's game, and it's been a few times, we look incredibly narrow as a team. Now, you're able to see the whole picture because you're at the game. Are we as narrow as I'm thinking we are? Because, and I, I think last week I said it would be great if we could maybe cut out the crosses. But the amount of times that Celtic, it was coming for like Ayer, way at left back, and he was pinging it to the right wing. And they've just got like 20 yards of space before anybody's near them. We make it so easy for teams to gain territory on us before we attempt to press them. Yeah, because we're playing the diamond, you're narrow. Because the diamond's around... So if you you effectively take... I mean, listen, nobody needs to believe any talk on this show, but this is what happened. 
when we lined up for a four, and the, 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 the perfect way to show you how it was in the midfield is take the centre circle, for example, put two men on right along the centre line, and then put Arf two... And Fuchs. Yeah, and then put Butcher at the base of the at circle. The and that, that's how you're playing. That's how you are playing narrow. Now, it's the same system they started with, but then they really started to move out of that quite quickly. Given that they were playing four centre midfielders... Um, any place they liked it seemed apart from Scott Brown I think he's only in it sort of stuck to it so yes we were narrow so you were it's a system that asked a lot of Ian Harks and Jando Fuchs initially to get across and cover a lot of ground I think again after about the 15-20 minute mark they, they were into it they got into it I think it's still a shock at how quick it happens but again in the second half when we started to build in it and our shape didn't change and the substitutions that had a positive impact they were all attack minded as well you know and we could have snatched it but they come on maybe at the right time and gave you the legs to when we're going and you mentioned we were a wee bit open I think we were a bit open in, in the end but mm-hmm. if you'd have lost a goal there at least I'm not being funny I think I'd have sat here and went well we've went yes our final balls maybe not been right or you know Louis Apare should scream at Logan to dummy it and he do, I don't think he even says a word, you know, because it goes nice. down his foot. But Logan Chalmers at one point, playing in what is his natural position, I believe, as a 10, as such, plays two, two certainly one, the best pass of the game for us. He plays it outside his left foot, stings it wide right. And it just, it was occasionally that the problem we had sometimes is the man running into the box was Lauren Shanklin with the ball at his feet, you know, the other way around. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I can see... I certainly think we need to be a team that's not just going to play one way. And I think we've seen that this season. There's been a lot of chopping and changing formations. I'm glad, listen, from... I'm glad we never went five at the back of the day and went really defensive. Yes, we were slightly open, we were slightly narrow at times. But again, for the start of the season, we looked really solid again the day. You've got Big Benji. You've got... You're happy. You know, you're not happy that he's facing loads of shots, but you're you're confident in your goal mm-hmm. we've been followers of United long enough and sometimes mm-hmm. we've seen the goalie ones. and we've thought no I'm no Henya so what I would I would like us to build on it and again it's it's like we said when we went through that we spell I'll take the second half of the Motherwell game and take the Ross County game and build on it I would like to think we'll take the last half hour of what we showed today against Aberdeen in two weeks and then another win or so you know, even in the split, a win or two, we shouldn't need to shit ourselves for the last few games. You know, and that's, yeah, that's no, the main aim. We're, 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 getting, we're definitely getting closer to getting over the line. But like lis- listening to you speaking about the game, it's it's a wee bit, it sounds different from the way I felt watching the game. Like it, it wasn't enjoyable for large parts of it until towards the end. But, mo- but just going forward, we're just, when Celtic had the ball, even. In the, it's certainly in the early part of the game they were knocking it about they looked like Brazil for 1970 mm. against us at yeah. times and then when we got the ball it was like we were playing a different sport we we weren't doing anything we, we couldn't go forward uh, I, I think probably part of the reason that we we ended up having some chances was yes down to positive changes but the fact that they were pushing even more on because they, they were doing everything in their power to try and get a win uh, so uh, like t- to go right back to the start I, I, I can't help but feel frustrated 
I just think at times we look like we can do something when we go forward, but it's the majority of games this season have just left me feeling a bit frustrated and, and deflated and thinking, well, can what if what if we had went for it a yeah. bit earlier or what but, if we had But you're saying you're frustrated, right? The day against Celtic. What does that tell you? It, but this isn't just against Celtic. This is like uh, a recurring thing with, with me watching United. And I, I've said it weeks and weeks ago, like, is it because I'm watching it in my house? <laughs> it may very well be, but it's just, I don't know, can it? It's, it's, it's not the best spectacle for, for a United fan point of view, what, what we're having to watch for half of these games. Uh, and I just, I just wish we would kind of open up and, but we, but I'm not here to go at the players, but I wish we would have a wee bit more belief in what the players could maybe offer. And we must be the most respectful team in the league as well. Like we just, there must be people that are. It doesn't matter what we go up against, and again, you've got to respect your opponents, regardless of who you're playing. I get that, but you don't have to respect them too much. Get why you're then about them. Then it's, I mean, what is the what is the game plan at the start of a game when you're just standing off people and letting them attack you? Is that can't be the game plan. I refuse to believe that in the changing room, the manager has said, it's cool, just let them run at you. And, and then when they get to the edge of our own box, then try and do something about it. So is there a disconnect there or no between what the message is and what the players are actually carrying out? I, I don't know. But I go back to it. I just, great, great point. <laughs> Didn't get me wrong. Uh, but it's just frustrating. I just, you know, I just feel that we, we could have had more of a go. We could have worried Celtic a wee bit more than we did. Yeah, we could. I think our, you know, it's questionable, you know, the odd better final ball, you know, because there was chances, you know, with balls going across the goal, with um, Scott Bain saving it with his puss, um, we had mm-hmm. a, a cross that wasn't a quite a cross, but it wasn't a quite a shot that went right across the goal. You know, so we, we had chances today. You know, we did have chances. Mm-hmm. We we probably had more chances today than we, did, we certainly did last week. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, you know, and I think it's that it, it's been that positive way, you know, uh, Paul that come on um, for Harks, and then you've got Logan Chalmers who had a wee ankle knock and was out for about eighteen weeks. But brilliant to see him back though. Yeah, and and Louis back. again in and out a wee bit. Maybe I mean I don't think he was up, he was up to his usual standards last week anyway. But no. comes in the day takes him a few minutes to sell and then thinks, can I could fish you up. He faces a boy exactly. up on the edge of the box, cuts it in. Just the way to say that. How does he know shoot? Well, how, Just the way to say that. <laughs> like the amount, see when he's got the ball and he's running at a boy like that and he fishes them up and he gets them square on. I wish he had the faith in, in himself that I hate in him because I just, in my mind when he does that, I just picture him skinning the boy and drilling it across the goal or skinning the boy and, and hitting a, a shot on target. Garrett. It never seems to happen or it doesn't happen nearly enough. And if I, I just wish he had a wee bit more confidence in himself. I really do. He's a big lad. He's a big, strong unit. He's more than decent with the bat at his feet. Just hey, a go at these boys. These boys aren't a great. And, and half the time he was squaring up that boy, uh, Welsh, can his first name, but he played for Morton last season when we beat them 6 nothing. Yeah. He's no great shakes. And I get he's a young player and whatever, but hey, a go at him. His memories of Tannadice are dreadful. Here, go at him. Yeah. He's haunted by Tannadice. And I think that that's what I mean. It's, it's and I've said this on it for a couple of games this season. It's probably different. I got a wee I got a slightly different perspective 
being at the mm, game. Definitely. So, 100% run. You know, you can, you can hear, I don't know who was on co comment of the day. Who was, who were you getting the joy of the day? Uh, it was uh, McFadden and Ian Crocker that I was listening to. Oh, Ian well, Larangers Crocker. Aye, McFadden's usually no bad as well, but. McFadden was all right. Um, McFadden was all right. I think because I'm at the game, you know, you hear all the shouts. You hear the play, like you hear where 10 minutes ago, Butcher screamed at the players, belief, belief. You know, because we were getting, we were in the sense of there, you know, and Shantland's getting really frustrated because he kind of keep a buying and loads of wee things you're thinking, you know, and another, it's like that old one. I think, see before that Morton game that you just mentioned, the 6-0, I kind of mind mm-hmm. if that was the run we were on, we were thinking, somebody's due a doing, somebody's due a doing, and it, yeah. it obviously came. But it just felt the day that on another day, we might have won about 4 nothing. Like it, oh it just, no no Rondo Rondo what, what are you talking about look at the like? chances look at the no, chances no, you can't come him for that game and say we could have won four no, no, we no, could have no, got no the day I'm just saying with the amount of chances on another day if they go in if we'd have won the game two nothing the day right what would you have said based on that game but we've took two this would chances. have been this would have been a naked recording there you go but then, if, but on the flip side of that, Celtic had about twenty-seven shots themselves. I missed them. Ended up in the stand. But you, you, there's no danger. Big Benji had about five saves a day. No bother. Move on. No, no. Not he, even he tested. Had, he had about right, twelve saves a day. Right, do he's, he's right, do He's on about three hundred and twenty-six saves for the season. Okay. I think no Benji, danger. We could have won. And I love the big man. He's been on. He's, uh, he's part of the show. Um, Great guy. I think he's had harder days at the office than he did today. You know what? He possibly has uh, because none of the there was maybe one save for the, the point blank header for a corner that was like that's a really good save. Missed of them. He, he should be saving. You know, if he lets them in, you're you're thinking even what have even you done the cross there? that nearly sneaked in at the back post. But he got a hand on it, <laughs> and you know what? It wasn't going to go in. I don't know if you've seen it. Nah, it no. probably wouldn't have went in, but he's not a kid now. He can't take that chance. Yeah. Uh, so no, you're right. He has had busier days. Easter Road probably being one, uh, mm-hmm. but no, I I I kind of honestly say that on another day United win that game three or four. Not. I think you're. I think you need to do a piss test or something. Saying, after this saying in general, <laughs> we, the chances that were created and listen, it's sometimes just that that wee bit, that wee final ball, or just getting that an extra yard on that pass, or. These are the wee bits, the wee uh, fine margins. There you go, fine margins. Did I say that? Did I say that? We'll you go, said that because you're influenced by the boy that was there the day. We'll go again the next fine week. fine margins himself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go again next week. Um, but yeah, I think, um, at least it's a different perspective of the game, but even looking at the stats, listen, if, uh, if I'd offered you a 0-0 before the game and you're going to... Definitely take it. <laughs> you know, you're going to hit... It's the same way, you know, if you were offered... Um, if, if you were offered sixth place at the start of the seed closer to you, hey, we took 10th and we'll still take 10th if it means we're up and, and, and whatever. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Like, I think now we've got to fight for seventh. Quite clearly, you've got to fight for seventh because that's as high as we can be. Uh, you'd, you, would you take 10th? Probably. I probably wouldn't have take that right now because of where we are. But yeah, the start of the season, you probably do. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, here, bottom line, Ron, a point today against Celtic. It's no a bad result, is it? Let's be honest. No. Um, so there's no 
game uh, no game next week uh, for us but Livingston play Hamilton Ross County play Hibs which makes up for the, the games that have been lost for whatever reasons uh, and then the following week is the final games uh, before the split uh, just against Aberdeen Hamilton against St Myrne Kilmarnock Motherwell Livingston against Hibs and Johnson against Ross County and the Great Unwashed facing the Great Unwashed um, I've said already Benji's probably the arm on the match. Uh, did you partake in a Scandis Liga today? Uh, tea and toast, Rondo. Very civilised. So, very civilised and very boring. Yes. Yes, it is. You're a mm. new man. But you were, obvious, you were obviously on LSD at the game. Eh? If you come out, you should have won four, <laughs> four man. I don't so. have said that. Fair, fair days. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, I've got a nick that. <laughs> Top off. Um, <laughs> obviously, today uh, we mentioned it last week that it was aiming towards a sold-out Tanadice with buying mm-hmm. virtual tickets, and you can win some good prizes. Now, I believe the website from when I looked at it half an hour ago, um, it was last updated yesterday. As of yesterday, Saturday the sixth of March, which sold nine thousand one hundred eighty-one tickets, which yeah. is pretty damn good, isn't it? That's decent. Like that's forty-five grand. Mm. Ish. Is that, is that be right? Yeah, I made an answer that. It's quick math for you. I'm, I'm quick math. <laughs> yeah, it's money that the club didn't have. Eh? It's money that we didn't have. So yeah, it's, it'll all help. Um, have you already, you know, decided how you're going to celebrate the win? Because obviously we know you're going to win it with the luck that you have, as as always. I, I'm going to hit. A, I'm going to hit. A go online and try and find out Jamie Robson's address. I'm going to hit chat a door. I'm going to ask him very politely in a threatening manner if I can get his squad number and then I'll yeah, you can we'll just sort out the, the press conferences and all that shit later on it's, that'll take care of itself indeed uh, I'm not sure I, I believe as we record this the tickets will finish on sale because I think they're announcing it um, from Monday mm-hmm. onwards so uh, good luck to everyone yeah, who has cool. bought that and again listen if you want to come on here it's part of the prize that's cool we'll, we'll have it because we can have a right to happen. especially to happen. after everything's been done like we want to hear all about it about the yeah. oh, sign-ins and all that kind of stuff so that'll be um, that'll be good but for every single you know um, 181 people that were able to buy a ticket after Paul bought 9,000 uh, <laughs> good luck uh, good luck um, so speaking to you yesterday uh, as there were some games on which leads us to a loan report <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once again, it's <laughs> it's, it's no much of a report, and it uh, has been saved by somebody that we we didn't think we were ever going to report on. But uh, we'll no start with him. We'll start with Jake Davidson, Arbroath. Uh, Jake was once again not in the match day squad as Arbroath lost four two to Queen of the South. Uh, but we did learn this week that he's actually done his groin in about a month ago, and he's just back training this past week. So hopefully. He can get back to fitness pronto and get some games before the end of the season. Mr. Paul McMullen at Dundee. Well, we're, I mean, we're not going to report on him during his loan spell, but certain things happen that are not within my control. Uh, for example, his team lost and that needs to be reported on. So McMullen has, in fairness to him, once again made the starting lineup and managed a full game as his team lost to high-flying hearts through at Tynecastle. McMullen made telling contributions in both halves of the match. Midway through the first half, he's contrived to miss an open goal, something that would have drawn his side level had he scored. And in the second half, as his team were chasing an equaliser, he's managed to get himself booked for diving. 
The game finished 2-1 to the Jambos. Adam King at Wraith. Uh, there was no game for Adam this week due to, I think it was Dunfermline that had a bit of a COVID outbreak, so that game was cancelled. So he was clicking his heels in his house. And this week, the news also came out of the club that Kieran Freeman, Ross Graham and Chris Mochrey have all been sent back out on loan to Peterhead, Cove Rangers and Montrose respectively. Uh, as disappointing as that Mochrey one in particular is to me, it'll at least give me or give them a little more work. Okay, sorry, it'll give me a little more work. I can't even read Rondo. Jesus Christ. Uh, and you'll be happy that I'm going to hit actually day a wee bit on a Sunday morning reading through other results. So good luck to the boys going out on loan. Personally, I wish that we had a kept a had a mockery to get him in with our team at some point. Indeed. So um, they'll go back. I think you know, tomorrow, Monday, as this comes out, I think they're announcing maybe what the fixtures are going to be. I think League 1 and League 2 are getting you know, cuddled, but yeah. they're getting slimmed down a little bit. Potentially shortened season, yeah. But uh, I, th- I think that they've probably had a training session or two since it was actually announced but uh, yeah it'll probably be a couple of weeks because these guys like in the main it's part-time teams and they've not trained since January so I dare say the guys the, the players themselves have kept and been ticking over but you know you kind of just expect part-time teams to start playing games straight from the get-go again so it'll probably be a couple of weeks before I've actually got a day anything on a Sunday morning thankfully magic Anyway, um, if you would like to join the Supporters Foundation, you can do so, dusf.scot forward slash pledge. Um, the target is 2,000 at the moment. That's the next target for foundation members. We'll see if we can get an updated number for, for next week, but it was certainly hovering around the 1,600, 1,700 mark um, the last couple of weeks or so, but absolutely brilliant. But dusf.scot if you would like to get more details. Now... The United Futures Lottery, by the way, two grand was won last week. I know. And uh, very well done to uh, Nea Idea, because they're, 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 it's no mentioned on the website. I was just a way to say very well done to who had, uh, who had won the uh, £2,000. So that means that uh, next week it is back to 500 quid. Do you play the lottery by any chance? I do, and I won, Rondo. I didn't win the two grand, though, but I won 25 quid. So, bring it on. I've not, I've not cashed that check yet. But I will do so I can go and buy something for the club shop. That's how daft I am. Just for the money. Here's it back. I'll probably get a sleeve or a hem tap or something. <laughs> I don't think I've reduced them yet. Uh, the Elite 50-50 match day draw. First prize, £300. That went to ticket number 109556. Second prize, £100. Ticket number 109241. And there's a bonus prize of hospitality, which went to ticket number 109245. Um, I was about 40 numbers off a prize this week. Miles away. Correct. Miles away. Correct. Miles away. Correct. Yeah. Two, three hundred quid. It'd been bro. Uh, you can sign up, get the details, uk, And uh, remember, all the proceeds go to support our academy. And if you are that man or woman or a fan or whoever, a pal, whatever, want two grand, enjoy it and uh, treat, treat yourself and uh, best someone for the shop. So, last week, who am I? 29. 29 is the current scoring and 
I'll be open and honest with you. I only remembered it was me at half time the day. Okay. So it's going to be a shit show then. <laughs> well, or a, or a current player. Nice one. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I only remember the half time, right? So I went to my list that I, that I keep in my notes of players that I think well, they could be quite interesting. I wonder, let's hear more about their career or whatever. And uh, I wasn't convinced by my list. There was seven players on it, but I wasn't convinced. I thought I need to find another player. I need to find another player. I'm the same as that. I've got a list and I'm like, nah, these aren't going to cut it anyway. And I went and found a player, started around doing some clues and then double checking the hand made 50 appearances. So I jacked Ooh. that. So how, but how many? Is it close? 38. <laughs> I mean, that... The week that you keep pulling me up for it, it was 48. Yeah. 38. is down the pass. I know. So it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not that. Right, okay. He's not so, made 38, to be honest. Uh, what's a he? There's another clue. So, oh, well, that's, so, that's decent. So that's where we're at, right? So they must have played 50 games. We'll have to have seen them play. Mm-hmm. Five points you get right in the first clue. Four points for the second clue. Three points for the third clue. Two points for the fourth. And one point for the fifth. If you're playing along, which I hope some people do, then I just skip this bit because um, it takes us ages. Uh, if you know the answer, then I put the answer on social media because people don't like that, right? Nah, in general, like that's that's not happened for a good wee while now. People are are on board with that, so fair dues. It's usually somebody in our group chat that blows it for everybody else. In the group chat, with Martin, <laughs> <laughs> Andy calls it guess who. Oh, Which I think he, I think he does just annoy us now. Uh, he, he must do some boy. I know he needs to go back on his petty for lose. So <laughs> it's twenty nine twenty nine. Are you ready? I guess so, Rondo. What, Hit me with it. What What are you thinking there? What, what, where, where would you like to be? What would you? What would? What, what's a realistic aim? Uh, well, regardless of what happens, I, I, I can't be trailing you. So. That might be quite a negative way to look at things, but I'm cool with that. Arsehole. I'm a negative guy. <laughs> Tells it, but I was pulling teeth speaking about that game. Oh, we should have done this and we should have done that. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Here we go. Now, I'm going to give you loads of clues today, right? Because They're going to be I, shite I, though. No, 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 no. Kind of double clue this. It's actually three clues. This my first clue is basically three clues, right? Okay. Clue number one. In his three years at the club, this player made sixty nine. Nail laughing appearances for United. Fifty three of which were in the league. So in his three years at the club. This player made 69 appearances. Stop it. 53 of which were in the league. <laughs> and it's for the early for the 80s. Uh, up to present day. Perfect. I know. <clears throat> Incredible. Oh, 
I've got, I've got a name. I think the guy was at United three years. But <laughs> I, don't, I, can't, I, don't, I doubt he's played this many games. I'm going to say Andes Schaller. Andes Schaller! <laughs> Fuck Christ for ah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Staying Jesus. with numbers for clue number mm. two. He was booked 18 times in his United career, but never sent off. So staying with numbers, he was booked 18 times in his United career, but never sent off. Got to be a defender or a... I've, I've got a daft name in my head, but I can't. So it's no him. Moving on. Uh, move on. Move on. So, clue number three. A well-travelled player with experience in France and England and also a spell with Neuchâtel in Switzerland. Ah, oh, right. Neuchâtel Zamax. Well, I I went with Neuchatel because I, I wasn't sure I pronounced it. You're not but, even saying that, right? It's Neuchatel. Neuchatel. Mike, because basically, basically the reason I've put that in there is because of great tales that Tom Cairns has told us. Yeah, well, right, I think I've got I think I've got it because that I think I've got it, but go. Continue anyway. No, yeah. No, no, play the tune. I like the tune. Play the tune. Let people guess it themselves. The reason I think I've got it is because that team, I'm sure that's the team that David Dodd went with. And obviously, if you mentioned it, uh, Tom Cairns mentioned that we got shafted in the game. Did you see the video of that? Uh, I saw it was on last week or something, wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely shafted. Think so. Absolutely shafted. Yeah, the reason any anybody that's played for that team that comes to United, it kind of gets a mention. So I'm maybe building myself up to be an absolute fit. But I've got a name. And it's uh, Davy Dodge you're going for. All right, move on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not Davy Dodge. It would be William Edge and Gilly. Are you locking in? I'm locking in. I'm certain he's played for Neuchatel Zamax. I'm only joking. <laughs> ah, Neuchatel. Neuchatel, yeah. That, that was a good clue. Uh, do you want for, clue number four? That. Of course. Shudder time, you ready? Forming a partnership with Mark Dernan at the heart of the defence. He was a vital part of the side that reached the Premiership playoffs and won the Challenge Cup. And a bonus clue, his middle name is Emery. I wouldn't have got that. And um, final clue, played under three managers at the club and in January 2019 he moved to Falkirk on loan. Yeah, I would have got that. So there you go. So three points you William, got Edging, for yeah. William... Gary, who played alright for a wee bit and then got handed a two year extension and well seen that he was very handsy he couldn't keep his hands off of strikers like you on a night out sorry was I meant to not, mention not, that not at all Oops. not at all the Balmore bar shall never be the same <laughs> gonna know more Paul's phone numbers in the gents toilets uh, anyway it's took a turn so I'm just updating the scores uh, that is uh, Ronnie 29 Paul 32
Um, rage. Rage. But yeah, three points though. Yeah, listen, you get middle middle of the road. That's all right. Three points. I think you've done all right if you get three. Yeah, because the, usually the first two clues that you just shoot are horrendous. So right. you're you're just no getting them. Um, thank you very much to everyone who continues to support the podcast by buying some of the merch dodefoxpodcast.com uh, you were out and about you were you were doing uh, doing some deliveries this week I did yeah I was in in Stuart was it somebody's house in Stuart and typically they weren't in I don't care what it is Ron when you send me to these far flung places <laughs> these are always the people that are never in <laughs> for whatever reason uh, but it got sorted anyway and uh, I, I was at another couple of doors so I don't mind chopping doors and smiling back at people so it's, it's all good fun. Aye. Wee man loves it as well. Of course, he's looking for a tenner, is he? I mean, exactly. Uh, Pocket money that I didn't hit a pie that week. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's still uh, some bits and bobs uh, on the uh, the mer- the shop online if you want to check it out doorfoxpodcast.com and again thank you very much to everyone uh, the majority now of the Mavondo stuff is out uh, for delivery uh, I think someone got posted Friday I think it might have been so might be early this week to get it and there's a few more still to come but uh, you will have them and again thanks a lot and we'll announce another one uh, very soon for April and we have a couple other bits and bobs coming out as well right Let's uh, move on with the final bit of business for today. Uh, it's a bumper extravaganza on On This Day in association with the Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006. The 8th of March is a focus today. I've got three games and four birthdays for you. Now, I'm mentioning the first one. It's way before our time. Well, it's before my time. Um, just because this is a man we've heard a lot about and it's just, this would have been a, quite a special game. 1967 is where we begin today. United's Danish striker Finn Dawson, the club's top scorer for the previous two seasons, was finally past fit to play after missing the first three Fairs Cup matches and was ready to make his European debut as he replaced the injured Ian Mitchell. It was another full house at Tannadice. Wills United on to grab that vital early goal that they needed if there was to be any chance of a recovery in the Intercities Fairs Cup third round second leg against Juventus. Yeah, I was going to say Juventus. Eh? Uh, with just eight minutes left, United, United finally made the breakthrough when Dawson bundled the ball over the line as he and Person went for the ball as it bobbled about the penalty area. Although United went out of the competition, they had at least beaten the Italian Giants over 90 minutes at Tannadice, one of only six occasions that Juventus would suffer defeat throughout all competitions during the 66-67 season as they went on to win Serie A. So I just thought I'd put that in there because we heard a lot about it. Was uh, was Buffon in the goal that night? He might have been. He absolutely <laughs> might have been. He's played forever, isn't he? <laughs> Time traveller or a goal. Um, in 1997, United comprehensively dumped Motherwell out of the cup to gain a place in the semi-finals for the 13th time. Uh, dominant from the start, the only surprise was that the tie was still in the balance come the interval. However, the second period was just a couple of minutes old when Andy McLaren rammed in the opener from Shell Olsen's pass. Robbie Winters headed in the second to provide the perfect finish to a flowing move. Third came gift wrap courtesy of the Motherwell defence, enabling Robbie Winters to tee up an easy chance for McLaren's second. Motherwell had a brief flirtation with success when Sieb Dijkstra couldn't keep out fellow Dutchman Van der Gag's header. But three minutes for time, United made it four. This time, Olsen notched after Howie had only parried a Robbie Winters shot. 2015. And a game we've mentioned 
a good few times, especially with Paul Payton the other week, as both United and Celtic made three changes from their previous game mm. for the Scottish Cup quarterfinal. Now, there was that much incident, I couldn't miss anything out of this. I know we've seen it a million times, but bear with. All right? Uh, Butcher, Rankin and Conley were drafted into starting eleven. Telfer, Spittle and Erskine all dropped out. It was the first of three consecutive games between the sides over the next three weeks. There was a scrappy start to the match before it burst into life after eight minutes. It started when Celtic skipper Scott Brown flew two-footed into striker Nadir Chiefchi just inside the United half. As the pair tussled, the ball broke free. Van Dijk crashed at an ugly challenge on Calm Butcher. Both Butcher and the Dutchman struggled with each other as they attempted to get back on their feet. Peyton and Dylan arrived to the scene just after, and while Dylan attempted to break up the confrontations, Peyton protested to the referee. The standside linesman and referee took plenty of time to discuss the incident. And incredibly, it was Peyton and not Butcher who was shown a straight red card along with Van Dyke. The double sending off looked to be better news for United as with Celtic's influential central defender missing. United took control of the first half. It wasn't until the last 10 minutes of the opening period before Celtic began to gain a foothold in the match. Uh, United had a great opportunity. Brown fouled the energetic Butcher right on the edge of the penalty area. Uh, Celtic, uh, Celtic, no. Chief G tried to pass the resulting free kick low into the corner of the net, but it went just wide of the post. In the 42nd minute, Stefan Johansson fired a shot 20 yards uh, out that Cherniak did well to palm away. The post then came to the rescue of both sides. Uh, but then we got the goal. Thompson pointed to the spot after uh, Conley weaved into the Celtic box. He was brought crashing to the ground by a challenge by Stokes. I've seen harder challenges, I'll be honest, but hey, mm. it's, it's what happens. Uh, Chief G stepped up, slotted the penalty low into Gordon's right-hand post. Uh, the second half had only barely settled uh, down when there was more drama. James Forrest found himself in acres of space and fired a goal-bound shot. That may have been blocked by Paul Dixon's arm. <laughs> Might have been. What a save. Uh, that was a great save. Celtic were awarded a penalty. Dixon order for the field. United fans were ecstatic when Chesniak dived to his left to save Griffith's well-stuck penalty shot. Uh, United then opted to move to a 4-4-0 formation, defend a single goal advantage, which lasted until the 71st minute. Lee Griffiths equalised to force a replay, but we'll not speak about that because we got pumped. Mm. Move on. Uh, birthdays now. Uh, so let's uh, let's see what you think of these guys. That would get yeah, mentioned. I'll be as honest as always. Um, signed. First up, signed to replace Armstrong and GMS. And oh. turned out to know be very good. 16 games, two goals. Happy 25th birthday to Robbie Muirhead. He wasn't very good for us. Leave it at that. Next Can't up. I believe he's only 25. I know. I know. <laughs> only 25. Uh, next up, signed by Peter Houston on a 12-month loan deal in January 2012. He had a good start at Tandice. He was injured in training, though, in March, sidelined for several months. He briefly returned to make a couple of substitute appearances before his loan period eventually expired. One goal in eight appearances. Happy 33rd birthday today to Milos Lashny. I think that's how you pronounce it. He had a really nice car. That's what I was about to say, yeah. Uh, I wonder where you were going well, that, you said a really nice, but, you know. Yeah, well, that, that goal, did you say one goal? One goal, yeah. <laughs> Ah, that was at St. Johnson when we pumped them 5-1 in a game that we should never have pumped them 5-1 but weren't that great that day and I think we scored four goals pretty late remember who else scored? I'm sure no, no. I was there but I, I can't no me either can't mind nah 
Ah, well, happy birthday. What was his motor? Was it like a big yellow? It was a yellow, it looked like Bumblebee for Transformers. Happy 33rd birthday. And the next player joined up uh, from up the road, but his appearances were limited as a result of injury during his two years with United, signed by Craig Brewster. Made 30 appearances, scored one goal. Happy 39th birthday today to Stephen Robb. He was an Arab, so he's all right in my eyes. Good. Finally today, a man who really would go down as a cult hero, I think, also signed by Craig Brewster, regular on the team for two years, collected a runners-up medal in the League Cup final in March 2008. 56 appearances, one goal, happy 44th birthday today to Christian Calvinus. Yeah, should have had a winner's medal in that Cup final. If uh, Kenny Clark had not had his head up his arse mm. at a certain point in the second half. He, uh, hey, hey ho. he was heading home, wasn't he, Christian? But obviously Burnley gave him an offer to come play in the Premier League. Yeah, and you, you mean, you, you kind of knock that back, can you? Probably life-changing money for him. Uh, so yeah, don't blame him, but he was he was good for us. Great sign-in. Was his debut, you know, at Dens? His debut in a pre-season cup or something? I can't mind, but he was a good player anyway. He was a good player. He was, he was. Um, but that's our birthday boys today, Robbie Muirhead, Milos Lashney, Stephen Robb and Christian Calvinus. Uh, sometimes that's just how it works out. We got loads of birthdays on, we got some sign-ins or whatever. Mm, but, bizarre. Um, some games, you know, we've mentioned that Celtic game so many times, but <laughs> even watching a back towards when Paul Payton was on was <laughs> ridiculous at the time. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Anyway, um, it's no game next week. What, uh, what are you planning? What are you going to do? I have no idea. Let's uh, pro- probably a game of FIFA a day <laughs> with the wee man. I have no idea, Rondo. We'll see what the weather's like. Might go for a wander or something. A football free weekend is upon us. That's hobby mm. enough to open yet. Yeah?